What's up, brother? Thanks for coming out today. Yes, sir. How you doing today? Cannot complain, man. I'm in Vegas. We're about to get some rain, believe it or not. So not. every once in a while we get some out here. How's things over by you? Uh, Good. Pretty sunny and hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But getting ready for my fight. June 10th, you got an assignment coming up, right? 2-0, baby. If I'm not mistaken, this is a rematch. Didn't you beat this guy in 45 seconds in the first fight? In the first yeah, round? I yeah, I don't know what he's thinking, but you know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. So that was your pro debut, correct? Yes, sir. And you're returning the 10th, and uh, you got that 45-second KO in the first. Excellent job. Congratulations. Uh, let's talk about your journey. First of all, you're 19 in a southpaw, correct? Yeah, I'm a southpaw. And how old are you? 19. 19 years old. What got you into boxing, man? Um, I started around when I was 13. I had my first fight at 14 years old or 15 around there. Um, How I got started, I was overseas. And I had hit up one of my coaches, which is still my coach to the day, David Hopkins. Shout out to him. Um, I told I was texting. I was like, Coach, you think you can get me ready for the season? He was like, yeah, I got you. But you should try boxing. Once I stepped in the ring, I cut everything off and just strictly stuck to boxing. So, you know, that's, that's, how it that's great. So, like, did you have, like, a heavy influence, like a, a style of fighter that you were particularly into? Or did you kind of, like, come up with a hybrid of things along the way? Um, Before I started boxing, I was really big on Adrian Broner because I just loved his style and the way he, you know what I'm saying, like, he was just flashing. But... As you know, as I got more experience in the boxing and in the ring and stuff, I never really had no really good like favorite fighter. I just mixed them all up, put them in one cup and shaked it up. So that, that's what I caught from the research I've done on you, from what I heard from you. And there's nothing wrong with that nice hybrid style. You know, a lot of fighters nowadays come from different sports backgrounds, not just like basketball and football and stuff, but we're talking like Muay Thai. We're talking, like, some serious stuff, like, overseas, like, you know, would be, like, death matches in, like, 80s movies, like, type shit, you know what I'm saying? And so, I mean, people know what they're doing nowadays. So, how old were you when you started this whole thing? Oh, uh, I started, when I first walked in the boxing gym, I was 13. Yeah. 13. Turning 14 around there, you know what I'm saying? And how long did it take you uh, to get into the ring for your first spar? My first born? Yeah. So I was 13, you know, turning 14. Um, is the background noise too loud? Nah, you're good, man. Perfect. Yeah, so uh, I probably sparred after three months I was in there. Got my ass whooped, but you know what I'm saying? And yeah, it ain't going to happen no more. <laughs> I laugh because those that are listening that are, you know, thinking about coming in, the first spar is very important. First of all, like when you do it at the right time, and then when you do it, how you respond afterwards? Because chances are, your first bar, you're getting your ass handed to you. Yes, sir. It's, it's all about coming back though the next day. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I just, I always had a reason to fight. So me stepping back into the gym and into the ring was always something I always had to put first. Because you know, I'm from a small town where, you know, it's just yeah. So I, I use boxing as motivation, and that just pushed me forward. So.
I'm glad you went there because I want to talk about your roots, where you come from, your culture, uh, things that you're into, like music and food and all that. But, you know, before we get to all that fun stuff, uh, this is the stuff that I always find most interesting. What gets a fighter into that ring or what makes a fighter fight? Because I really believe it's a metaphor for life. What's your story, man? Um, I feel like uh, always the best fighters, the best fighters is the one that come from a struggle that they had in life. You know, I feel like all the best fighters always had a struggle. So that's why you see when all these big world champions, they always talk about what they came through because they had something to fight for. So that's just how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, man. That That's what it's all about. That's why these movies, you know, even though boxing is far from a movie, but it is a metaphor for life and so are movies. And that's why they do so well, these boxing movies, because it's all about... Like, how do you galvanize yourself? How do you pull yourself out of a situation? And unfortunately, a lot of, uh, you know, boxers come from broken homes and stuff like that in bad areas. But it's all about turning it into a good thing and a discipline and all that kind of stuff. And you're 19 years old and you're pro with your second fight coming up and you're fighting right now at Flyway, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. And so obviously you're growing. Um What's your goals in the future? Not to look past your opponent, you know, but uh, everyone always has goals uh, even before opponents are announced. Uh, what's your goal is obviously to be a champion. Uh, is there a particular weight class that you want to get to at an eventual point? Yeah, uh, I really, you know, as I get deeper into the boxing program and the pros, I might really just start off fighting at 105. And, you know, try to win a world title there and go up to 108 to 115 and then just keep it up. So Yeah, man. Absolutely. See, that, that's what I love is that go after, like, multi-divisions, you know, and this way you get to see the world. That's what a world champion is. And yeah. your weight class, you know about that category. You got people from all over the world in, in, those, in the lower weight classes, and that's great experience for boxing. Yes, and sir. you get banger fights down there, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's just what I want, like, so. Yeah. So outside of all that, what about music and stuff like that, man? What do you like to do uh, to, when you're training or chilling? Yeah, see, like, before a fight, I'm probably listening to Meek Mill or something, like, before a fight. I'm really big in the, um, the hip-hop industry, so that's, that's just, you know, what I like to listen to. But when I'm in training, we listen to anything. But when I'm in camp and I'm in fight mode, throwing that meat meal, you know what I'm saying? So, throwing that meat meal. <laughs> so when you're in camp, uh, what kind of foods do you like to eat? What are you into? I feel like, you see, I don't cut, I don't have to cut too much weight because what I walk around is close to my fight weight. But I'm real big on the rice and chicken, you know, meat and, you know, stuff like that. So, so you're definitely the guy to interview on fight week because you're not making weight. You don't have to cut any weight because, dude, when I used to fight as amateur, um, you know, I used to fight down at 139. And when I walked into a gym, I was like 160. So that was a struggle. And that was hard to make it down to that weight. 154 was more my range. But, uh, yeah, so that's great that you don't have to cut, you know, because that's tough. Heavyweights get that, that luxury, too. They could pile it on, you know, and have a good time with it. But, uh so, yeah, I do the rice and chicken, too, man. It's always good to have a nice diet like that. So what about for films, man? What do you like to do to pass your time outside of the ring? Um, 
every night before I go to sleep, you know, I study the old fighters like Sugar Ray Leonard, Robinson, all of them. I just like lay down and just study their footwork and all of that other stuff. I'm also like a big Lomachenko fan, just the way he used to move when he fought. So that just like that's how my studying is. So, so I just, I'm so glad you brought that up, man. Uh, who do you think won that fight, the Lomachenko fight? We was just talking about that, man. That was a robbery. It was crazy. That's, that made me mad right there. Yeah. Yeah. That made me mad. Me and uh, my wife were watching, and she gets into it. So uh, I'm very lucky in that regard, trust me. You know, and uh, so we're watching it. Second round, she's like, you know what, man? She's like, his mouth looks like it's open. Haney looks like he's like a little bit, you know, tired. He's gassing. And I was like, dang, you know what? You saw something there. But very good fight. Lomachenko, I got to say, the combinations were excellent, brilliant. Um, he, he can still he could take a punch, bro. He got nailed a couple times. You can saw Lemachenko's face was messed up. Yeah, yeah, especially that body. Yeah. Oh man, some of those body shots, right? Mm -hmm. I tell you what, if he had gotten nailed with those body shots on the liver, different different fight. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. Different yeah. fight. So you're a student of the game. Um you know, you mentioned a lot of classics. What got you into the classic fighters? That's really the way to go. Yeah, um, my coach, he used to always refer me to, you know, old-time fighters, you know, such as the Junk Master. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Yeah, yeah, that's my dog. He also from Virginia, too, I think. I'm pretty sure he's down from Virginia. So, yeah. you know, I just he got me into, you know, watching old film and studying them type of fighters. Yeah, I remember, I remember Junk Master, man. Oh, dude. Those fights were absolutely insane. Always barn burners, you know. Yeah, yeah. And always a lot of fun to watch. You always knew it was something unique and uh, different. So you you talk about watching some um, some fights as a hobby. What other things are you into, man? Are you into like going out into nature? Are you into any kind of thing like that? Yeah, no, we um, you know, on the weekends when everybody got nothing to do, we probably go play basketball for a little bit or chill. But I'm too focused in right now, so. When, it, when we get in camp, I ain't, I'm not worried about nothing else but my fight and getting in conditioning. So I'm not – all that other stuff can come in later on in life. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love that answer. You pulled like Canelo, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I seen that. That was, that was crazy. I seen that. Yeah. Oh, that, that, was, that was incredible, you know. <laughs> It, it, that that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I'm like, I'm watching the the, the press conference and uh, the after fight, and Demetrius Andre came in, great dude. You know, he's been on the show a couple times. And I, what what a funny thing to watch. I mean, Canelo. I think that was like the first time he was like, you know, throwing speaking English out there, and I loved it. I was like, great. And someone told him the f bomb, and he just went crazy. <laughs> yeah, I remember it with the press conference. Yeah, I yeah, it was a, it was a good time. So you know, we covered your goals, and, I, and we could tell that you got an appetite for destruction. That's what I'm going to say. They they call you the sniper for sure. I I you know, 45 seconds. You know, someone ain't seeing that coming. <laughs> Done. And you know, it's crazy. My uh my press conference or my weigh-ins in front of everybody, and the guy asked me on the microphone, "How long you think this fight gonna last?" I was like, "It ain't lost lasting longer than a minute." And my coach was telling me, he was like, you got to knock him out for a minute. You got to knock him out for a minute. And it happened. So I'm just thankful. You know what I'm saying? 
Did he try to steal your lunch money or something? What happened? Nah, but when we in the ring, I'm not your friend. I'm going in. I'm going to try to hurt you. So, you know, I'm going to break your jaw. I'm going to break your face. It's just boxing. You, you knew what you were signing up for. So, I, ain't I, no I love. Like you're firing me up, bro. I like it. I love it, actually. And that's what us fans want. This newer generation is coming in with heavy hands, big hearts, big dreams, lots of pride. And to be honest, I love everyone I'm meeting that's coming up right now because it reminds me of old school. Everyone's hungry. You're all coming from the right places with the right mindset. Every single time I interview anyone, nobody's mentioned Oh, I want to be a millionaire and do all this. Everyone's talking about the glory, the pride. That's why we got the great fights back in the day. And that's why you're going to do great in this sport today. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm not, you know, the money going to come with it later on in life. You know what I'm saying? That's just going to come along with the sport. But I'm here to get my respect in the flyweight division. You know what I'm saying? We got all these fighters in the flyweight division. I give them their respect. They cool. They good. But now is my time. I'm young. I'm 19. I'm coming to get my respect in the ring. So, and, so, like, and, and that that's where it's so important. Like you said, if you come from an area, if you come from certain things, you know, seeing things in life, that's where this comes out. And this is where it comes out in a positive way. Did you see the picture of Shakur Stevenson eyeballing after the fight? Yeah. Uh, it's all over. You saw that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's East Coasting. That's Newark. That's where I'm from originally, right? And then Shannon Briggs, if you guys haven't seen it, go on his Instagram. It's hilarious. Made a video. Chill, chill. <laughs> I talked to Shannon Briggs before. Oh, you have? You met Shannon? Yeah, I talked to him, Zap Judah, all on social media. Awesome. Uh, um, Saddam Ali, you know, the fighter. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, I, I talked to all of them before on social media, off Instagram. So Great guys. I used to go uh, cover their fights. Uh, Zab Judah. Excellent, mm -hmm. dude. You know, yeah. oh, great guy. I was at his uh, fight when he fought uh, Matisse back in the day in Newark, as a matter of fact. Uh, Shannon Briggs also trained at a place uh, very close to me in Newark. Uh, it was at the Red Brick Gym every once in a while when that was open. Great guy. You know, yeah. um, I know a lot of those cats over from that area and stuff. And, uh, yeah, they do. you can't – Newark area, That that's hardcore boxing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon yeah. said, he said, everybody fights out here. Everybody knows how to fight. Yeah. That's, hey, that's the new generation coming up, you know? That's you guys it. are hungry and you're all in shape, too. Yeah. We're coming for all of that. We want everything. Matter of fact, I want everything. I don't care about they want. I want everything. I'm coming for everything. So, to be I'm honest, coming. when I was doing it, man, I, I was like in my 20s, late teens in my 20s. People ask me if I would have done it nowadays, I, I'd second guess it because I'm like, these, these these kids are killers, man. Maybe I'm just getting old. I look at things and know my body in my 40s is capable of and not capable of. But I'm like, I'm like, these guys are lions, bro. <laughs> we hungry. We hungry. So do me a favor. Tell me about that hat, bro. It's interesting, man. It looks like there's a story behind it. What do you got? The Dorad? The Dorad. Yeah, what do you got there? Oh, man. So I don't know if you've seen pictures of my pro debut. I had a lot of hair. It was bunned up and stuff. Yeah, so I, yeah. You know, I try to look more, you know, professional in the business because boxing is a business. So I try to look, you know, more professional. And the reason why I got this on right now is because, you know, I'm growing out my waves or whatever, but I ain't got a haircut. <laughs> so I was like, 
Let me throw this on. So. No, no, it's cool. It's cool because I know sometimes it has like colors have like a meaning. Like you got like the gold and the black happening, you know. And I know like it, it's colors are like symbolic to a lot of stuff. And when you bung up the color, my favorite color red. And it, when I'm in that ring, it's all I want to see is red. <laughs> I want to see blood. Like if, I, if we fighting and I don't see blood coming out your face or your body, I'm not satisfied, even if I win. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I really, I really, you know, I take this sport, you know, serious. Not only just serious, you can't play boxing. You know, it's like, you know, like, uh, like the same my coach started to tell him, it only takes one. So be careful on what you do. <clears throat> I tell you what, you got that great attitude, man. Perfect. You know, like, like you said, gentlemen outside the ring, inside that ring is a whole another animal. And there ain't nothing wrong with that transformation, man. There ain't nothing wrong with that transformation. And that's going to get, you know, success, great success towards you and a great head on your shoulders too, you know, Thank especially you. you go and fight with that mentality, man. You, you're looking to get the job done. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm aiming for. That's right. So do we have a uh, platform that we can watch this for, an app yet, or is that still being worked out the next fight? Oh, uh, my next fight, yeah, y'all can, um, can buy the fights. You know what I'm saying? I'm fighting in South Carolina June 10th. Y'all can either come out, support, show love, buy tickets, or y'all can also watch it online at Andrew Stokes Promotions. You know what I'm saying? I'll send you the link. You can just put it out there. All they got to do is press, press my name, buy the fight, and watch it. Also, shout out to Bill Nelson, Vegas Champ Boxing, the VCB, you know, for hooking up this uh, interview. And, uh, you know, I look forward to uh, talking to many of you all because, like I said, Every one of you guys, I, I'm so happy to see for my sport because I have a deep passion for this thing that goes back a long time, bro. So it's great to have people like you join the show. And uh, I'll be posting everything and sharing it to you. It's going to be on uh, Spotify, Amazon, Google, all those great places you can hear fine audio and also video. So I want other people to know about how we can know more about you. So if you're comfortable, can we hear about your social media? Uh. Yeah, my social media, I'm really, you know, my main for, like, boxing, business only is on my Facebook, which is my name, Hyder El Ghazi. Man, thank you for doing this. This was great. Hyder the Sniper, out. All right, man. Be safe, bro. Be good. Yeah.